0: so, welcome to March. Madness. It truly is madness. In this March, we're going to talk about some of my favorite things. Going on the edge. Yeah, we're going to talk about pirates. Maybe a couple of demons. I mean, we had one in the White House, so <laughs> I don't know about now. But that remains to be seen because, you know, all politicians have different sides or you know it could be along the lines of the two headed man that um, was in American Horror Story Freak Show remember that so here we are it's March there's a lot to talk about right now I'm staring at this amazing puzzle that I got it's a Frida Kahlo puzzle of her painting Um, self portrait the frame I, 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 my professor actually used to go to Frida Kahlo's house when she lived in, uh, Kahlo in, uh, Cocán in Me- Mexico. So we're going to talk about Frida Kahlo, of course, and how those paintings, you know, in Mexico, they were kind of seen as a, a little disturbing, but I love them because they're so evocative. And then of course, you know, the, the eyebrow people, pr- people really, I think kind of go a little overboard you know Describing her Or assuming about her And from my experience Of learning about Frida Kahlo You know She was One in a million There was nobody like her At that time You know She had romances with um, Men and women She of course Had a long love affair And married him I think twice Diego Rivera who is this famous muralist And so in March, I feel we're the, you know, the boat is open. I've always wanted to take a a boat, you know, sailboat, not a sailboat, but to sail off. Like, if you've ever listened to Sturgill Simpson's A Sailor's Guide to Earth, you're getting caught in storms. And also recently, I started rewatching a film from my childhood, Treasure Island, with. Charles, not my favorite, because, you know, Mr. Arendt. But we can separate the politics. Come on, it's Charlton Heston as Lon John Silver. His son directed and wrote it. And, of course, Christian Bale as Jim Hawkins. Now, a lot of people are going to say, well, did you watch Black Sails? I loved Black Sails. Because I remember as a boy wanting to go to Treasure Island and climbing the tree at home and pretending that I was Jim... In the crow's nest, you know what I mean. So it's uh, it's truly a, an a amazing uh, amazing thing to behold, and um, but we're gonna talk about that. And um, Black sails is interesting because you know, I guess. We don't know from historical fact, but in Black Sails, you know, Captain Flint was gay. So, and back then that was to, to have a gay pirate. It's like, hmm, yes, very bloodthirsty. And indeed, you know what Oh, he was thirsty. All right. <laughs> I know. I can't believe I just said that to describe Captain Flint from Treasure Island, Robert Louis Stevenson. Like, what a name. There's so much in a name. You know what I mean? There isn't sometimes. And so, um... Oh, I hate that word when I say it. I think of my professor who tried to rid us of that word in in, uh, speech class and had us do impromptu speeches wherever she is. I love her to death. Oh, my God. She is a big, you know, I got her into Tool. Uh, And uh, one day I burnt some Tool CDs. And I left them in her box because I, you know, she was my professor. I have the utmost respect for her. We talked about the sixties. Patty Smith, you know, I remember I brought my Patty Smith book to her class one night. And she looks at it and she says, You're a Patty Smith fan, aren't you? I said, Yes, I am. And she I said, Well, you know how people like to say she's the f- female Bob Dylan without missing a beat my professor looks at me and says she's better than Bob Dylan I thought ooh yes um, I remember a friend of mine in college and I went to see Patty Smith twice and then one day she had a class with this professor and she says hey you weren't at Patty Smith we looked for you tall redhead and she says oh I was there she did horses yes oh yes and I let's just say there's an interesting connection to that song And William S. Burroughs We're going to talk about all kinds of things I have been given an assignment To watch A film that I've never watched before It's going to be a surprise And the guest is going to be a surprise Those who know what I'm talking about It's no surprise to them But my audience You you're in for a treat okay you're in for a treat and um well angelica houston said it best in the witches the original witches you are in for a treat (laughs) we all are yeah we're going to talk about witches um we're going to talk about vampires how why christopher lee is probably one of the greatest him and bella lugosi Bella Lugosi, you know, there's a really great story that the late Elaine Stritch talks about how Bella Lugosi loved to drink. And he drunk himself out of a bar because I think he had his 17th scotch. And they said, Mr. Lugosi, you have had your last scotch. And he says, thank you. I'll go somewhere else for my liquor. Come on, Elaine. And then she said something funny. This is I think on theater talk I can't really find it right now And she says How Bella Lugosi turns to her And says You know I don't tell this to many people Elaine But if it weren't for Boris Karloff I would have had a corner on the horror market So he would have been a male prostitute on the horror market If it weren't, hadn't been for Boris Karloff isn't, isn't that some shit to say right there And so this is March. This is truly March madness. And it's hard to believe that a year ago, well, we were under lockdown. And a year ago, I discovered that The Seventh Seal probably is one of my favorite films. I love comedies and I love dramas and I love documentaries. But The Seventh Seal did some, first of all, it's in Swedish. So, Um, not many of my friends are going to watch it with me because it's all subtitles, but I rented it out of curiosity because the late Max von Sydow had just died. You know, the exorcist, um, Pele, um, the, the, uh, the story of Pele, I think he played Pele the Conqueror and he was in, you know, uh, Seven Days of the Condor And uh, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close Which he was nominated for an Academy Award Didn't win He wasn't even nominated for The Exorcist Which always kind of shocked me Or any of the films that he did with Igmar Bergman And Max von Sydow has said that You know, Igmar Bergman was not really a believer in religion Even though his father was you know uh, a man of, of faith and but he said something interesting about igmar bergman said that he would contact him and i thought let's just play a little of that for for now because that's where we're going to go we're going to talk about the seventh seal here we go
1: from uh, The Seventh Seal, in which your character is in a confessional with death, a famous scene. Here it is. It is a... That's a great scene, yes, it's a great scene. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wonderful scene. Do you like it because? Oh, well, it's very much... It's very much Mr. Bergman. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's very much an expression for his own a search for a meaning a search for for uh, the truth mm. a search for love uh, etc um, it's funny I think at the time I was uh, I was searching too <laughs> and I was a great doubter when I was young at that time and I remember we discussed of course, Religious matters very much uh, between takes, and I remember at one time I said, "Well, this eternal life, I don't believe in this. That we die and that's it." So and he said, "No, no, 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 no. I promise you, you're wrong there." He said, "You're wrong. Now I don't believe in this. You mean you, you will live somewhere after? You, you will go somewhere?" Yes, he said. I, I, I uh, well, I don't. Be, well, I'll show you. When I'm gone, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> so I, he, he will come back. <laughs> I have a friend who once said to me, I'm convinced there's no life after death. And I said, why are you convinced? And she said to me, because my mother was such a strong woman that after she died, she would have found a way to communicate to me. <laughs> and I haven't heard from her. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I've heard from Bergen, Bergen yes. many times. You have? Well. No, no, in spirit. You've many, heard from him? Yes, spirit. many times tell me about it I mean, I can't. I it's personal <laughs> well, it's, yes, yes. Are, are you worried about
0: how people okay that's it that's all we're playing because the interviewer no longer interviews anymore I used to watch him um, that's all I'm gonna say you know what's important is we talk about Max von Sydow the legend the icon I mean the seventh seal it's not something you watch all the time it's about the plague. The movie that I'm going to watch probably tonight is not some... Well, let's let's see how it turns out, you know. Um, oh, I said that dreaded word. <laughs> I said it again. <laughs> Shit. And I can say that on this show. Those who are listening, you can curse on this show. It's okay. Ride the bike. It's all right. It's not going to hurt to say shit. Or, as the great George Carlin once said, shit, piss, fuck, motherfucker, tits, cunt, and what. I said it in the wrong order. The seven words you can't say on television. Lenny Bruce went through so much. Lenny Bruce. And may I be remiss, Mr. Lawrence Ferlinghetti, who started City Light Books. And gave Allen Ginsberg that platform to publish how which has a lot of fun words in it and so much so that they went to court and um yeah but this march 8th is the 1 year anniversary of Max von Sydow's death and coming up basically lockdown if lockdown was strange it was just strange um no he said it again it's like if i could count You know, like the swear jar every time I say that dreaded word. And then you think of politicians like Bill Clinton who really don't say um because they're trained to just pause, look at the audience, pause, look at the audience, pause, look at the audience. Yeah, that's what my professor told me. Mm. What a wise woman who has a very good taste in music. And so Dr. Seuss Film Podcast fans, Mm. so much to be said So much to do, so much to prepare for, to prepare for fun. Oh yes, because I do believe in the spirits. The spirits, whether they be good or bad, you better watch. I don't play with the Ouija board. I know people who do and that's fine. Play with it all you want. I don't play with it. You know, I know what I feel. Okay. And sometimes it's, Interesting and sometimes Do I really want to roll over In the middle of the night Oh what's that Oh yeah it's happened <sighs> What a night What a night And so the Dr. Zeus film podcast We're going to have some fun Oh yeah we're going to have fun With films and with people And fuck it You know what I mean So it's the great Elvira Who I've always really had a crush on Miss Cassandra Peterson, a character that my cousin and I both love. She loves her. And so I say this uh, because, you know, it's going to be a year, my doing this show. Three years. Three years. (laughs) It doesn't feel like three years. So, and a lot of fun things are going to happen. Stay tuned. And as always, in honor of Miss Elvira, unpleasant dreams.